Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hi, I'm Max. And I'm Skylar. Recently, we decided to start watching Bob's Burgers to see what it was all about. And it didn't take us long to become completely obsessed with the show. But one of the things we love the most about the show is the brilliant end credit sequences. Which is why we created this podcast. Each week, we're going episode by episode to talk about the elaborate end credits. We're excited to have you join us right here on Bob's Credits. We'll make sure the Bob's Burgers end credits get the credit they're due. All right! It's a long way to the top if you want a chip <laughs> I enjoyed that. I just really enjoyed it. I think you you enjoy them more than you you put off or put on. Is it put on or put off? Completely different things, but I feel like it works either way. I think it works either way. <laughs> put on. But you put you're putting something on, so you're putting on like a performance, but you can put off into the world. A vibe. I'm, yes. Yeah. So I'm gonna say both work, and okay. I don't care if I'm wrong there. Chip Chipperoo, everyone. Hello. We are here. We are on a big episode. Well, big because of the episode, or because it is the season finale of season five. Yeah. The latter. All the latter. Yes. We we have been in season five for quite some time now. Yeah, as I think I said last week, uh, I. Th- think this is a amazingly strong season and i'm kind of like panicked to let it go i'm a little nervous too it's it's been it's been a season for sure um do we have anything to discuss before we discuss this episode i don't think so other than you know check out our patreon well here's a good reason to do that because skylar and i we're not 100% sure we're going to do this yet as we're recording it, but we might take a little just like break in between uh, Bob's seasons here, season five and season six. So we do have a Patreon, patreon.com slash Bob's credits. If you want more, if you need us, if you need, if you need to have us in your <laughs> if lives, you need a Bob's community. Yeah. We're going to continue to be putting out stuff over there while we're on hi- hiatus over here. Yeah. It'll, it'll tide you. Way over. Yeah. Um, it'll put you on. It'll put you off. <laughs> it'll, you know. By the way, I get a lot of direct messages that say, oh, my gosh, I'm so excited to, like, meet people who love Bob's Burgers as much as I do because my friends, like, don't get it. Y'all, over on our Patreon, we have a Discord where 
everyone gets it. Like if you don't have a friend group where you can discuss Bob's Burgers, our Discord is a place for you. And all you have to do to get that is sign up for our $5 tier on Patreon. It is such a fun community. We discuss everything over there. Yeah. And we're going to be there. We'll be active over there while we're maybe on a hiatus over here. Mm-hmm. Um, and there'll be stuff being posted over there, new episodes over there, along with all the ones that are already there. And also just, you know, it it helps support this show here that we do for you weekly and we enjoy doing and we work very hard on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just said hard on. <laughs> This is, you should have, should have just, you should have totally bobbed me there into Max. 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 Oh God. Max. <laughs> but with that all aside, I think we need to get in some Bob pun or Max pun. What do you say? I'm here for it. I have a question for you, though. I wanted to ask, how are you doing today, Max? Oh, thank you. That's so nice. We, uh, uh, I see you. I see you. I see you. I, I appreciate you. What is that from Curb Your Enthusiasm? Do you have to make the eye contact while you're. I see you. I see you. I, I appreci- appreciate I, you. I don't know. I can't remember. I acknowledge you, something like that. Yeah, I acknowledge you, I think. <laughs> we were just like flitting around at lightning speed this morning. Yeah, sometimes Skylar and I, this is this is our time to like sit and look each other in the eyes and have a little conversation. Yeah. And you all get to experience it. So how are you doing, Matt? I'm, I'm good. Biscuit's uh, off getting groomed and I miss him immensely. And it doesn't feel right to do this without him, but it's very nice and quiet, and there's no squeaking going it's on. It's really quiet. It is quiet. That's nice. Yeah. How are you? I'm a little... I think I drink too much coffee, and so I'm feeling... My brain kind of hurts a little. I don't know. I'm just like, I'm ready to nap, and it's so early. <laughs> That's how I'm feeling. I'm always ready to nap. I can, I can just have woken up from a nap, and I'm ready to nap. Really? Yeah. Okay. You know me. I know you. Should we get into Bob Pun or Max Pun? Yes, let's do it. Okay. Skylar, your first pun is Where the Beats Have No Name Burger. Bob. Max. Oh. Your next pun is Walk Like a Manchovy Burger. (laughs) Max. Yes. Your next pun is Smile Like You Bean It Burger. Bob? No, Max. Uh, okay. <laughs> and your final pun is Love is a Battlefield Greensburger. Bob? Max. You did all Max? I did all Max because I knew it would trick you. Yeah. 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 And I had it fun did. this week with those. With I really like the field dreams. So, oh, loves a battlefield greens. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I told you, my brain is like Ugh. field greens of dreams. Burger. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's hard to say. Yeah, sometimes I'm like I'm on it when I'm doing these and I'm preparing them, and I'll just like rail them off. And sometimes I'm struggling so much, I'm like I'll do three bobs. Yeah. <laughs> so this time I was like, that was very it. impressive. I'll trick her. Thank you, thank you. Should we get into this episode? Season five finale. The Let's season do five it. finale, Skylar. Can we have the title and synopsis for Season 5, Episode 21, please? The title is The Odor Games. 
When Mr. Fishoder raises the rent on all his tenants, Bob organizes a strike. The community sticks together until Mr. Fish proposes a game. The last person to be hit by a water balloon gets their rent slashed in half. And so, it's every man for himself. This episode came out on May 17th, 2015. It was written by Scott Jacobson and directed by Don McKinnon. Okay, let's like reorient ourselves into this episode a little bit. Okay. How okay. do we go about doing that? So we have so many characters present. If you haven't recently watched the episode, we'll give you some little tidbits to hang on to. So the whole episode takes place at Mr. Fishoder's Victorian house. I yeah. really liked the styling and property. of this house. Yes. Yeah, and property. Uh, except for the opening scene. Except for the opening scene, I mean, we have Edith, we have Jimmy Pesto, we have Zeke and his dad, we have the sex toy uh, shop owner. Whose name we learned in this episode, is Sal. It Sal? Yeah. And now, is that the same Sal from the Christmas episode where the kids go yeah. into the sex shop? This is his, this is actually, it's a fun fact I have for you, but he is, this is his second appearance and this is where he like you learn his name and oh yeah, i love that the same guy think about how long it took them to hold off there mm-hmm. okay so we have linda lending her bra for a brazier bazooka we have the tree house that felix lives in and we have tina using a water balloon against jimmy and zeke to uh get the best possible date yeah this episode is a great season finale to me this feels like a season finale Mm. it almost feels like with you know the movie rapidly approaching it almost feels like a mini movie in that like you said it's a way to get all these characters, so many different characters that we've seen over the seasons of Bob's together for some reason. We got some from the kids from the school with Zeke and Jimmy mm-hmm. Pesto Jr. and Andy and Ollie. And you get Edith and uh, I always forget her husband's name. And you get Sal, the sex. It's, it's just such a great, and you get the fish odors. You know, it's such a great way to bring them all together for this finale to send off. You know, the next few months in between it's seasons. It's so true. It's such a good, fun episode and such a good way to get them all together. It's really well done. Yeah. And like water balloons always remind me of like summer. So it feels like a good like summer send off, um, if that makes any sense at yeah. all. No, totally. Um, it kind of reminds me of like if you get the whole town together for a parade like that's the feeling of this episode for me and then you have bob at his best which is you know a lot of the times he can just step back in life (laughs) but he really has a conscience in this episode conscience isn't the right word he has something to stand for that he's really fighting for he has principles and they're just getting all walked over Totally. And it's such like a good example of how society seems to react to like, it's like, if we all stick together here, we can get this one thing that we all desperately need and we want, you know, but the minute he we're offered like, oh, one of you can get this if you and it's like chaos. Yeah. Turning against we all become each other. selfish. Yeah. <laughs> the whole time I was watching this episode, because we haven't watched this episode a lot of times, like, you know, the holiday episodes we rewatch over and over again. I feel like this was like my 
second time watching it. Me too. I don't know how that's possible. I don't either. But that's how I felt too. And the whole time I was watching it, I was just like, this is so much deeper than I gave it credit for. And I, it made me think back a lot to the beginning of the pandemic when people were hoarding toilet paper. And it reminds me a lot now, like there were a few months during the pandemic where we were like, let's bang our pots for healthcare workers and we're going to get through this as a community. And then slowly people really individuated. Mm -hmm. Um, And like, I mean, community versus individualism, it's like, it's, you see it everywhere, especially I think in America. But um, through this whole episode, I was just like, this is so deep. Yeah. And I mean, to get even deeper, it's this one wealthy old white man at the top creating all this chaos in society. For fun. Yeah. <laughs> For Because I, I don't... I don't think he was doing it because he wanted a pool. He has enough money for a pool. I think he was doing it for a little fun. Yeah. I, lo- I love me some some Mr. Fish Odor, but he is a bastard for sure. Um, I am so sorry. I am i don't remember your name, but um, I'm very, very bad with names. Mine? No. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, you should know mine. In our DMs, I had a great conversation, and we might do this as a fan theory, that because um, they DM'd us saying, oh, I don't think Mr. Fishoder is a serial killer because we had that like funny little back and forth um, a couple episodes ago. Her theory was that Mr. Fishoder is actually extremely nice and lonely. And he creates this chaos because he just – he wants more humans in his life. And because he probably grew up, like, on the periphery, he doesn't quite understand his behavior, how his behavior is bad. Kind of sounds a little bit like Biscuit at the dog park, to be honest. Biscuit likes to be on the periphery, <laughs> and he doesn't understand. It took understand. me so much effort to explain that theory. <laughs> and you're talking about Biscuit at the dog park. <laughs> I just miss him so much. I miss him so much. So – we have big news. Biscuit has moved from the little dog park to the big dog park. Oh, he's a big boy. And we call Biscuit Little Big. I think we said this on this podcast <laughs> I don't think before. So. We haven't. I don't know. Because he's like, he's little, mm-hmm. but he's also big. He's he's an interesting size. You if you see him far in the distance, which is so rare for us, we're like, he's little. But when he's right in your face and he's like this fluff ball and his personality, he's big. So he's a little big. Anyway, so he's made his transition to the big dog park. And they are big dogs over there. And he's not antisocial. But I think he's like a little awkward or a little shy. He's always on the periphery. If like three dogs are playing together, he just like hangs out on the outskirts of the play date and like tries to get in. Tries to get a, a butt sniff in here and there, but like, doesn't want to, too much re- of the action. He yeah. just tries really hard and then something too big will happen and he'll run back over to us. <laughs> when he's, the look on his face is just like, I tried. I tried. I really did. Thank you for listening to the I'm Disgustingly in Love with My Dog podcast. No shame. None at all. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, I really, you also, like in this episode, you also have an iconic 
kind of pesto and Bob showdown, which is like such a core of this show. And um, Bob wins. Bob has a win at the end of season five. Yeah, it's that, that that's so great. The pesto Bob rivalry there. And I love Andy and Ollie being Jimmy Pesto's kind of shield. Yeah, Human bulletproof shield. proof vest. <laughs> But then let's go back to what you said with Tina and Zeke and Jimmy Pesto Jr., which is it brings this kind of like love triangle that's built up. And Zeke's even said he's interested in Tina at a certain point in the series. And Skylar and I did a whole episode on Patreon. A dive into a fan theory is Jimmy Pesto Jr. secretly in love with Zeke. And there's a moment in this episode that you pointed out to me. You went, wait a second. We didn't have that in, in the episode, but we said... What does he say? Zeke says something about no. Jimmy Pesto says, "Sorry, you go ahead." We should probably like find the clip, but Jimmy Pesto. I can find it easily. They're like they're complimenting each other, and Jimmy Pesto is like, "You have the most perfect lips to Zeke," <laughs> and I'm like, "Yeah, yeah." I think Jimmy has feelings for Zeke. There are a lot of opinions about. Jimmy Jr. Um, in terms of his sexuality and and who he has feelings for and his upbringing that are all so fascinating. But my hat is still in the Jimmy Jr. is crushing on Zeke arena. We had the most thoughtful conversation about it over on Discord in our uh, on our fan theories channel about that episode. Such good thoughts. Um, but let me see if I can find this clip here for us. Why'd you say all that stuff, Zeke? Why'd you tell Tina I've had work done? It's not true. Oh, like you were born with that nose. You're the one with the perfect lips. Where'd you get those? There we go. You're the one with the perfect lips. I, let the clip speak for itself. Look, all I'm, I'm all for complimenting your friends. I'm all for telling your friends you love them. I'm all for there's nothing. Lips is interesting. Lips is an interesting, to compl- interesting thing to compliment unless you've kind of like been looking at them. I think our writer I think the writers on Bob's Burgers are they they are intentional in their writing. If you need to dive into that theory more or Bob's join the credit, conversation yeah, about it. Bobscredits.com. No. <laughs> Patreon.com slash Bob's Credits. Yep. So so much is happening here. So much. It's it's a wonderful episode. Yes. Um is there anything you want to say before we dive into some fun facts here? Just quickly, I just want to say that I love water balloons. Yeah, they're fun. They're probably great. not. It's not the best for the environment, but what is any these days? <laughs> Nothing is. <laughs> you're a you're a wet blanket. I know. I really am. I'm a I'm a, a blanket that has been hit with a water balloon. Yep, many water balloons. Yeah. I loved them. As a kid. Totally. And like... Did you play with water balloons a Absolutely. Lot? And you remember like putting them on the sink to fill them up and... Oh, yeah. You have and to exploding. like... Exploding. Yeah. There's like... You, it takes like four or five until you realize how much you can actually fill up before it explodes because you've tried so many of them. Uh, but I, yes. I mean, I never felt freer than when I was in a water balloon fight as a child. I would climb on the roof of my house mm-hmm. and get that advantage mm-hmm. and not tell anyone else like who was over visiting how to get up there. And it was great. <sighs> Max. Yeah. Also, water balloons, I feel like we're like very informative to 
my adolescence because in the movie Now and Then, I think they call her Teeny, Tina, Tina, um, she fills up water balloons with pudding and wears them in her bra and she tried jello first, but it was too jiggly. So pudding had a more realistic texture. That's, that's hilarious. And when when that film came out, I was so on on the what's that precipice? Whatever word. Uh, you're doing a roller coaster hand thing, <laughs> like your hands going out the window. Of like, I want to be a teenager. So I was like, wow, what? I mean, pudding you, filled balloons. Did you try it? That seems like a disaster waiting to happen. Oh, I'm I. I feel like we were always putting pudding, putting putting things in our shirts. Really? To like have to boobs. boobs. Okay. Yeah. And then like remember two nights ago where I twisted my shirt and like did that thing? Yeah. I want to know if any other of our listeners used to do that. I used to do that all the time when you were a kid where you... Twist the bottom of your shirt. Twist the bottom of your shirt and then bring it through the neckline and pull it down. So it's kind of this like bikini top. I used to do that all the time. Did you? Oh, yeah. I love it. Um, Why do I feel like it's like a 90s kid thing? I I, think all kids do that. I was just like, why are we so obsessed with that as kids? I don't know. I just loved doing it. You know who would love pudding balloons? Pudding boob balloons? Yeah. A lot of the there's a Gene would love them. I think Gene like would be all over it. Gene, Gene, Gene is my go-to. But yes, I do think I think like Linda would enjoy it. I do think. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, hit me with some fun facts. I I felt that that was very important to yeah. cover. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. 
Hit me with some fun facts. Oh, you're going to start doing a fun fact song like Chip Chip Why Chipperoo? don't you hit me with some fun facts? I like it. Okay, first is the script cover. Okay. Any guesses what the script cover would parody? It's the called Hunger the, Games. You're right. It is a parody of The Hunger Games, which uh, I think the poster is like Katniss mm-hmm. firing like a bow and arrow to like the viewer mm. pretty much to the screen with like flames behind her. Okay. Um, and instead it's Bob aiming a water balloon with like water in the background instead of fire. Cute. The side I love, by you side. You got your elements. Yeah, I like it. It's yeah. It's, it's like, um, uh, Captain Planet wind fire. <laughs> what? Who, who loves the Captain Planet theme song? I do. There's a side by side on our Instagram right now. Should be up right now. Um, Bob's credits on Instagram. We're having some organizational problems on we, our end. Tip, it's like it's like we've never done this before. <laughs> what else do I have for you? Oh, this episode had no opening credits. I don't know if you noticed, but it starts right That's, at the restaurant. Max, that okay, you guys missed this, but we were trying to find that clip and we were like, oh my gosh, so much happens in this episode. That's why you you actually get a lot of extra plot time when you don't have the opening credits. You're right. You don't think that much happens. So much happens in such a short period of time. So yeah, without the opening credits, it gives you another scene or two at least. Yeah, totally. Um, The reason was because this episode aired on the same night as the last one we recorded, Hawk and Chick. So I guess it was- It was a double? It was a double, yeah. That sounds like lovely. The only other thing I have for you is- we said that the owner of the Spanx Lot sex shop, Sal, we learned his name. Um, but last time we saw him was season it's three. It's called a lot Spanx a lot <laughs> um, Season three, episode nine, and God rest ye merry gentle, gentle mannequins. mannequins. And you mentioned Zeke's father, who is with the tenants. He doesn't have a speaking appearance, but this is like the second time we've seen Zeke's dad. So he owns something? I, I assume their apartment, maybe. Oh, I think a lot of them right. are like they're not all business owners. Got it, got it. Because there's a lot of apartments above, like where Bob and, right. and, and the kids live. Um, I'm assuming Zeke's family has a home there or an apartment somewhere yeah. nearby. Those are really the only fun facts I have for you. And I think we should get in these end credits because they're really fun. I don't I, want to spoil it. I, but- I have to sh- keep my mouth shut because I'm very into these credits. I have one other thing Owen. Our sleepy oh Owen Carney Owen, who we last saw in what it's was the that episode? racing episode? What is that called? Oh, sp- sp- Speakeasy Rider. Yes. Uh huh. Speakeasy yes. Rider from this season. Owen was the Carney who was passed out all the time in the go kart. Yeah, when they were buying the go kart, and then he came with Mister Fishoder to the race. And I love Owen. Because of our fan theories that we created about him. Like, yeah, you made me laugh so much. And then I, like, I just, I need to know his story. Yeah, I wonder if there's, we should see if there's any information about Owen okay. on the internet. And if not... We should do an evolution of Owen on... Patreon? Patreon. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm, I'd be down. I just, but I was that, thrilled to see him again. That research we might have to do on our own, because I don't know if there's enough Owen information out there. We'll have to we see. We can do it. Yeah, totally. 
So the last few moments are everyone is taking part in a big, giant um, water balloon fight after the episode's wrapped up, really. Oh, that's what I wanted to say. That joyous moment, it's all it's been about community over individual and fighting and trying to survive by getting your rent lower. And to have this community just having fun was the perfect way to go out on a season. I couldn't agree more. Mr. Fisher has a great zinger at the end, too, here, before the credits start. Let's hear it. Thank you, Mr. Fisher. I know exactly how we should celebrate. (laughs) Don't hit my pants. Wearing white. You'll see the outline of my wiener. Oh, what the hell? Fire away. (laughs) 99 red balloons floating in the summer sky. Okay. Okay. So the last shot is of Mr. Fish Odor challenging everyone to throw some uh, water, water balloons, balloons so they can wiener. see his junk. And I want to back up a little bit. Okay. I find this a little rare in the credits, but the music enters over the episode. Yeah. The credits happens, music. It happens every now and then. Yeah. I find it particularly satisfying. Yes. Because it goes perfectly with this, you know, overhead shot of them just joyously playing, which is, d- didn't they do that at end of season four? Like, wasn't the end of season four where Bob and Mr. Fishoder almost die and then yeah. they're like, they're rescued, they have their blankets on and then you kind of pull back and see a wider shot of the wharf and you have all those warm, fuzzy feelings. I think you're right. So they do the same community thing. It's not them in their apartment at the end of a season. It's this whole world. And you're also pointed out that it's very, another fish odor heavy mm-hmm. finale. Mm-hmm. I guess he's, you know, so much of what we love about an everyday man is the struggle because we can relate to that character. So in that sense, Mr. Fishoder, because he has the power in the community, is a huge pillar of this show, you know? Absolutely. Okay. Okay. So what happens? We we get that music coming in, which, by the way, is um, if you know the song, you know... The music immediately, 99 uh, Luftballons, Luftballons. Luftballons by uh, the German band Nina, I believe, I from 1983. Yeah, there's the English version, 99 Red Balloons, which we're going to hear a cover of in these end credits. This music, I just love the song in general, but it's also in a very great Gilmore Girls episode. Gilmore Girls doesn't do flashbacks that often. But this is the song Lorelai, when she's 16 years old and in labor, listens to. She takes herself to the hospital because she has that relationship with her parents. Oh, wow. And, and this is the song she's listening to. When, Interesting. Yeah, and it's like, it's very kid-like, you know? I was going to say, I get visions of a Walkman on your hip. Yes. And you're jumping up and down on your bed dancing to it. Exactly. She had her little Walkman on. But yeah, exactly. Like, even like a yellow Walkman mm-hmm. or something. This song gives me so much joy. And yeah. then, and then you this know, cover to be water with, balloons. Mm-hmm. So good. What this cover we'll hear is, you know, like H. John Benjamin and the rest of the cast sing it, I believe. But what do we see visually as we get into the end credits? Okay. 
So right now we just see Louise and a water balloon comes flying at her face. We see it, her face like wiggle as the balloon makes contact. Um, yeah, she's on the left side of the screen and the credits are on the right side like they, you know, it normally is. But it's just a big close up of Louise and slow motion. She gets hit with some water balloons. And you know how funny like slow motion water balloon hits are. And they, the... The animation does these funny shots justice. It really looks like their face is kind of like wiggling. Yeah. I mean, these are all over the internet. People getting hit in the face with water balloons in slow motion. And mm-hmm. you can tell that they really like studied these mm. to see how the balloons explode, what happens to people's faces when that happens. It's just really well done. And not to spoil the end credits, but we're going to see this happening to a bunch of characters from the show. Now, quickly, I did so much research and i could not find it this is the exact end credits of the movie book smart really yes but i was wondering the reason i started searching is i thought there was like a bro comedy where the end credits is them getting hit in the face with condom water balloons and so i was wondering if they were parroting that but i could not find it sounds like a jackass type thing so yeah, Booksmart. So this is Booksmart came out in 2019. Yes. So I can't remember Booksmart. Was there a reason they did this or just because it's funny? I think just because it's funny. Yeah. But I'm a- confused because like I just can't get these condom water balloons out of my head because I feel like Booksmart is parroting something else and that's what Bob's was parroting too, but I, I couldn't find it. I have no idea and I don't want to go Googling condom water balloons. I did. Oh. I did. That's did what you, I was doing Did you morning. turn safe search on? Probably wasn't <laughs> no, smart. Okay. There wasn't it was just people doing stupid things with water balloons, but should we move forward yeah, in these end yeah. credits? Okay, so we got Louise first. She gets hit by two water balloons. Followed by Zeke, who gets hit by two right. from the front and the back. And then we cut to a shot of Gene. And he's throwing a balloon and he he's hoarding two in his arms yeah he looks so cute but he's also nervous because he's getting about to get slammed with yep. a green balloon in the face okay that's so we get tina just staring straight at the screen not even paying attention like it's just very <laughs> tina and a balloon comes over on the side of her face, from knocks the, from her the right side of the screen, off. knocks her glasses off, slow motion. Sends it's great. Flying. And then, yeah, very clear. We need to say that it's slow motion in all of these. The burst of the color, which is blue for water, and then the color of the balloons is so kind of beautiful. Yeah. And I like to try and find out where like the little nub is too, because sometimes they draw the little like nub where the balloon was tied because yeah. that explodes. Okay. We got Jimmy Pesto getting Which I hit. was annoyed. I wanted Jimmy Pesto to be hit in the face. Yeah. But he's the only one that's hit like in the neck. Yeah. He gets like kind of like, hit in his stupid tie. Yeah. And it's then followed by Linda, who was like walking in the direction of a balloon coming right at her face from the right side of the screen. Which is, I like that they did this in the credits because how she gets out in the game in the episode is she gets hit right in the face. And you know what? She did not say 
oh my face in yeah, the episode. You called it out. You said oh my face, and you were so upset that she didn't say that. And you're right. And this I think that happened recently too in another finale. episode. You're like, yeah, that was a perfect oh my face opportunity. I, I have really clenched on to this oh my face yeah. tagline. What, yeah. what is it? Not oh, a punchline, not a tagline. A catchphrase. A catchphrase. Yes. Up your nose with a rubber hose. <laughs> Up your nose with a rubber hose. That's that's the go-to. Where are my welcome back Cotterheads? <laughs> <laughs> All the old people just raise their hands. Sorry, I'm old too. I'm not calling you old. I'm old. I'm not you're, welcome back Cotter old though. No. You're I'm more a like, uh, did I do that? That's my catchphrase yeah. era. You got it, dude. How rude. You want to keep going? Yeah, I'm just doing all my TGIF ones. Then we get Jimmy Pesto Jr., and he gets hit in the back of the neck, kind of. This Upper shoulders. Me just like, okay, one of the things that we do say in the episode, our Patreon episode, is really thinking about jimmy pesto having to hide part of his identity with such a horrible father it makes me love him so much more and he just gets like whacked he don't you sympathize with him right now yeah he gets whacked in the back of the head i feel like his dad probably hit him with it it could have it could have been poor jimmy let's see who's next (laughs) okay So we get Mort, who's the one that doesn't get hit by a balloon. He's holding one. He ducks. It flies over his head, but his wig kind of like his toupee. His toupee flaps with his movement. It's so funny. It floats off his head for a moment. And then we get a shot of Mr. Fishoder. He's looking straight at the camera. He looks like he's ready to throw a green water balloon kind of to to his right, Mm -hmm. the left of the screen. He gets hit. He gets hit in the back. And then we get Edith, who has a bunch of water balloons dropped from above her head. She gets hit on the shoulders and on the top of the head. And she's like, what the? Filth. Filth. Uh. <laughs> 99 red balloons go by. I wanted to let it play because I, I know H. John Benjamin does a great head voice at the very end. And I wanted to make sure we heard it. Yeah. Before we talked about the last few characters who get hit. We get Andy and Ollie. Which is so, like, they're doing their twin simpatico thing where they're more uh, worried about, like, each other. Yeah. So. One gets hit when one's looking at the other one, and the other one gets hit while they're worried. About their brother. Yeah. And then we get Teddy, who's just kind of, like, staring blankly into the screen, almost like Tina. And he gets hit in the butt. We just see a a water balloon go and hit him right in the butt. It's probably from a kid, He turns around to look at it. Then we get a close-up of the titular character, Bob, and he is looking around. He sees a water balloon coming, and he ducks. And he is so proud of himself. Proud of himself. He laughs at whoever hit him or whoever threw that thing at him, and then he gets hit in the back. I think with two. Yeah. Double double water balloon as we hear H. John Benjamin's head voice take us out. Cut to black. Cut to black. Those are the end credits to... The Odor Games, those are the end credits to the end of season five. Tell me, Skylar, how are you feeling? I am smiling from ear to ear. It's so good. I don't like, do we even have to do highlights and lowlights here? I have one suggestion. Tell me. I do want to hear your highlights. Okay. Um, who was singing with Bob in the background? I think there's 
two layers of H. John Benjamin, and I don't know who else, maybe okay. other cast members, but like it's definitely him doing like deep voice and then also doing some high voices too. I love this so much. So Louise is the first person and she really, it's like really slow-mo mo, and like her face is all wacky. I really enjoyed that. But there's so many good highlights. I'll post screenshots this week of just the moment everyone gets hit in the face. You're right that Tina's is hysterical because she is Tina-ing out. You know, she's probably dreaming of Jimmy Jr. or something. Mm-hmm. Maybe Jimmy's uh, got hit and his butt was a little wet in his, in his pants and she was <laughs> she was staring. looking at him. Yeah. So what's your highlight? My highlight is the animation is incredible. Mm-hmm. I love the slow motion. Mm-hmm. The song, just a song that everyone loves and knows and a great cover of it. And I love seeing all these characters. As much as I mm-hmm. love the classic kitchen scene, mm-hmm. it's such a great way to say like goodbye to a season by showing us all these characters who we love, who we just saw in the episode. Could not agree more. Um, slow motion. It, it's just great. And everyone's different reactions. It's such a good goodbye to the season. And like, you know that you're not going to get to see the Belchers in a little bit because they take a break in between seasons and again, you're going to miss them. Yeah. And again, very theatrical to me. Like, we don't know what the, we're looking forward to whatever Bob's Burger movie end credits are going to be because mm-hmm. they have all that time mm-hmm. in a movie. But this is very theatrical. Like, this could be the end credits for, for the movie and I'd be satisfied, you know? Oh, yeah. I, okay. So do you want to hear my little pitch? Yes. I really like ending on Bob because he was such the anchor of the episode too. But I loved Fish Odor's wiener joke so much that what if he was like last and a balloon was going straight toward his wobbly bit and it kind of like cut to black before That's it funny. hits. That's funny. Yeah. Anyway, that being said, these are perfect credits. Should we score them? Yeah. We score on a scale of 1 to 10 H's at the end of Tina's uh. I think we can say this at the same time, don't you? No. You don't think so? I I have to be honest. Oh, God. Oh, God. I'm going 11. I know I'm not allowed to do that, but I am. That's the highest credits you've ever scored. I mean, I don't it's know a 10, what... but we'll give you an extra little point on top there. I just... Hearing... Bob sing this, ending on such a joyous moment. I don't know. Like, they just made me really happy. I'm going to give them an 11, too. <laughs> they're just, they're, they're just, feeling fan- them? they're just fantastic. Here's the thing that song can put you in a good mood no matter what. But then you get Bob singing it and he has his head voice in it. Like, and all these characters appearing. Seeing people hit in the face with water balloons is just so fun. Seeing them hit in the face in slow motion is just so fun. Seeing it and like it's it's they're just flawless end credits. Yeah. This is everything the Bob's Burgers end credit sequences are about. Yeah, just pure joy. Like wow. if you're like us and you like to watch Bob's Burgers at the end of the day, just because there's to wash off it, like any of this bad stuff that's happened, or even just add to any of the oh good God. stuff that's happened. I literally, am tearing up. <laughs> This, like, if you went, if this was the last thing you watched before you went to sleep, pure joy. I don't know what's going on. Oh, my God. She's crying, guys. I made her cry. I made her cry. What a way. Okay. I think we need to end this episode. What do you think? Thank you, everyone, for listening. (laughs) Go follow us on Instagram and Twitter. Bob's Credits. Follow us 
on our socials personally, because again, we might be MIA for a little bit as far as this podcast goes. Um, Skylar, what's yours? My what? Sorry, I'm your social. <laughs> My social number. Your social, social security number. Security yes. Number. Your uh, where can people follow you? Oh, aside from our Bob's credits, I'm at No Crying and Cooking, and I'm at Oh Hello It's Max on both Twitter and Instagram. What else do we have to say? We, we got- um, just so you know, like in terms of if we're going to do a hiatus or not, like we definitely will have already posted about that on our Instagram by yeah, now. So yeah. just check that out. Yeah, just if you just follow our Instagram if you need updates on what's going on. And if, if it is a hiatus, it's not. We're not going to be gone for like six months. I feel it's like gonna we be- have made way too big a <laughs> deal about this. Yeah, like yeah, we might just take like a week, a week or <laughs> yeah. two off. Anything else you want to say before we get out of here? It's your last one for the next year and a half hiatus. Just kidding. <laughs> Should I say stay splashy? I like it. Let's go get in a water balloon fight. I was actually going to ask you, like, Let's if go. I bought some water balloons, would you play water balloons with me Absolutely. this summer? Let's do it. We're doing it. Okay. Let's go buy some right now. I'm, I mean, like, I'm not being my podcast. I'm right? not. I'm not either. Okay. 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 Let's okay. go get some. Let's go. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.